I'm Lansana, host of Winner Circle Podcast, the podcast that explores the entrepreneur's mindset. Join me as I chat with successful entrepreneurs, share insights, and foster a tight-knit community of business enthusiasts. Tune in monthly for inspiration and strategies to fill your journey. Winning Circle Podcast here live again with another episode. Today we have the honor of hosting Miss Sierra from DMB and now in ATL, the dancer, singer, multifaceted entrepreneur and creative. How you doing today, Sierra? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. I know we was making a couple of jokes before we got <laughs> on here about, you know, a couple of YouTube blogs and maybe that lazy eye you got going on over there. Why? 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 Right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, without further ado, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, let the audience know what you're about. Um, all right. So I guess I'm here because of my platform. So I am a dancer. I do write music, though. Um, I sing as well, but I don't really put that out there. I'm going to try to do that a little bit more. Um, but I dance, do TikTok. Um, YouTube, I really do YouTube a lot and just create content. I do draw pictures, I paint, sell some of those in the meantime. And I also tutor in Spanish. I do a lot of Spanish content as well. So that's basically sum up who I am and what I do. So you basically do everything. Like you're like Superwoman, I guess. That's 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 you know that's what it's given. Because I was looking at your your biography or your you know your background, and you know typically when people talk about themselves, they have like a couple of things that they listed. And I was trying to figure out like, dang, like looking at hers, I'm like, what, what am I about to like? How am I about to put all of this together? Like she's singing, edit blogs, speak Spanish, write music, choreography, like choreography, all of that. So that's amazing, man. And um, I guess what I can start off is it's like doing everything that you're doing now, like, how did you know this is what you wanted to do or who you wanted to become? Honestly, there's this video. And if <clears> I started, I would, but I was like three and I had on this bikini. It was like a lime green bikini. It had like three little hearts. And my mom put on Tony Braxton and I was singing in her little heels. I had her heels on. I'm like three years old walking around and I'm singing. And I'm performing Tony Braxton. And literally, since I could remember, I've always been like that. Like, I've always been just an entertainer. So I literally knew, like, my dream had yeah. never changed since I was little. Yeah. And I know, like, a lot of people kind of switch up their career choice over time. Mm -hmm. But mine never changed. So it's always been the same thing since I was young. So I knew, like, this is what I wanted to do. I don't know. And honestly, like... That's a that's a huge, you know, congrats to you because, you know, just to personally speak by myself, I had a lot of dreams. I had a lot of things that I thought I would be doing when I was younger. And then when I got to college, I majored in nursing. Now I'm like, hold up, that's not for me. <laughs> so I had to change my major and then doing the things that I'm doing now, even though I graduated a PR degree, it's like the things I'm doing now don't even relate to that. So I commend you on knowing who you were or recognizing your abilities at a young age and being um, disciplined and also driven to continue doing what you're doing. Because um, I even know, even saw that you got a, a tech degree at Bowie State, a music tech degree. Yes. 
Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. Like, how, how do you think that degree or college prepared you or at least equipped you or propelled you, propelled you to move forward in the things that you love doing? Um, so I actually went in as undecided for like a year, but I did music tech because one, there's not a lot of like women that are in that part of the music industry, like mm -hmm. produce or just like make beats and do stuff like that. So I thought mm -hmm. it was cool to be able to do that myself, especially because I feel like it's easy as a woman to get taken advantage of if you want to mm. go into that industry. So why not try to do everything myself and just know that I'm secure within that? And I, of course, I do have like people that I trust, but it, I just thought it would be cool to focus on music, but not just classical or instrumental music, doing an instrument, but something more tech based and learning the back ends of like, how producing works, how, and it's not just even that, like changing up a voice. If you have like a cartoon and you have to cut some lines and make little like um, sound effects or even creating the that mood for a certain scene in a movie, if you're fighting or if it's something scary and learning the different chords and everything that goes behind it. Mm -hmm. give somebody a certain feeling as far as like being scared or excitement or suspense. So I thought it was cool to do that um, and stay in entertainment. And I just didn't want to do what everybody else did and yeah. kind of pick a career because that's what's safe. Right. Yeah. And, you know, being able to, you know, step out out of your own comfort zone and want to try new things, would you say, you know, because you mentioned earlier about how, you know, immediately when you was three, you know, three, three years old, you knew right then and right there, that's what you wanted to do. Would you say also, I guess, where you grew up had an effect on you? Because I know Baltimore is like full of creators and it's full yeah. of entrepreneurship. So would you say your background or where you grew up had an effect on you also? It was more so my family. So okay. my dad um, was is a singer. My dad sings and dances and okay. all of that. My mom is also and he was in a little band. He actually was in a band with Jada Pinkett. <laughs> so that's lit. I didn't even know Jada Pinkett had a band. Okay. She was in this little thing with him um because she's from Baltimore, Maryland. And yeah. Tupac went to Baltimore School of the Arts. Like he grew up in Baltimore. Um my dad didn't know Tupac, but he did know Jada Pinkett. Uh so they and then my my grandfather on my mom's side he was in a band. He played electric guitar, acoustic, piano. So it just was something on both sides of my family. I kind of had no choice. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather- <laughs> Was it like forced upon you? Or it was like, dang, everybody else is doing this. So I might as well tap it. It was natural. I came out. Okay. You know, my mom, <laughs> she'll always tell everybody this story. She almost had to have a C-section because I was doing backflips in her stomach. So oh, wow. I feel like I was dancing since I was in the womb. And I came right. out and I was just this like energizer bunny, like dancing all the time. So I feel like it was just natural. I used to learn little songs on the guitar and the piano with my grandfather because I would be over his house all the time. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of. It is what it is. It is what it is. It just kind of meshed in. Man, that's amazing. And, um, you know, since you've been three years old and now they're, how hard are we about maybe 25, 26? Like that's over a decade. Well, two decades that you've been doing this stuff. So 
my whole question is, or my thought process is, how, how, what's your drive? Like, what motivates you? Like, I know sometimes we may hit that stumbling block when we're creating or we're editing vlogs or maybe we're writing type of a certain music and we just don't feel it right away. So I guess, like, what kept you going or what makes you going? Um, I don't want to work a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I really... So right now you don't work a nine to five? I do. I don't work a nine okay. to five. It's actually not a nine to five. It's kind of like... part-time? No, I I work for a tech company right now. So it's, okay. it's not even anything I went to school for. But, um, like, you don't clock in or anything. You kind of just, if you know how tech companies are. All right. I just didn't want you to say something that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. They're like good? an entertainment company. Okay. Yeah, so they, like, are a creator company. They, like, it's kind of like Linktree, but it's a little different. Um Okay like website integrations for creators and monetization platform and stuff like that. But um, that's basically what I do. You don't like clocking now. I'm like salaried. So mm -hmm. it, it actually does help because I can create at the same time um, right. as I'm doing my work. And as long as I get my work done, I can focus on something else that I want personally. Right. But I just don't want to work for somebody else the rest of my life. And I, I never did. Like that was never my goal in life. And so mm -hmm that really keeps me motivated, like trying to build generational wealth and trying to just work for myself and like not even viewing it as work, but it's more so a hobby and I just mm -hmm. have to be making money off of it. So Which is smart. And yeah. I think that's dope, you know, here at Winter Circle, you know, if you haven't been able yet to tap into our episodes, you know, that was the main point of why we started our podcast, honestly. We wanted to just create an avenue for entrepreneurs such as yourselves and creators such as me that had a story or had a talent and we just didn't know how to share it. And um, in, in return, what we do is we host community service um, events and also projects every now and then just to sew back in into the community because we want people, whether if you're in high school, whether if you're in elementary school to see like, hey, look, at 95 is not the only thing you can do. Like if you have a talent, whether if it's drawing, singing, dancing, or even if it's that, you know something related to the athletic field, like that's something you can tap into at a young age. and. You know, you can balance both. And then eventually when you generate enough money or you create a, a system for yourself where your business can be repeated and sustainable, then you don't have to work anymore. You know what I mean? You know, that's the whole goal for us to, you know, create a platform for our children and our family to come. So I, I really love that, you know, the fact that, you know, you know what you're doing and you're actually taking the liberty of actually pushing forward through everything, including your, you know, your adversary. Mm -hmm. So I guess the next question I have, honestly, is like, how do you balance all of that? I know you mentioned that, you know, you pretty much do the content creating and also your work, but I know sometimes personal things can get into, uh, you know, you know, into the content creating. So how do you keep focus on the main goal of balance between work, content creating and your personal life? Um, oh my goodness. It is so hard. And it, I'm still trying to figure out how to balance it. The first thing was <laughs> applying to jobs that, allow a good work-to-life balance and mm -hmm. not a strict be clocked in at this time and this time and monitoring like i don't know like finding a job that just has a lot of personal freedom that was my goal once i did that i was able to plan out my day a little bit better and also getting a planner if anybody wants to be a content creator get a planner have a the little calendar app if you have an iphone set in like the little alerts and it popping up on your phone as notifications, like do mm -hmm. this, do that, do this. Just like planning out your week and doing stuff like that. And honestly, because I'm a procrastinator, 
I have to do stuff as soon as I think about it. So if I say, hey, I need to edit this right now, like I literally force myself to get up and do it right at that moment. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like I create a a set schedule, a schedule like, okay, this time I'm going to work on this. And after that, for two hours, I'm going to edit. And then after that, I'm going to do this for two hours. I'm going to cook dinner and watch a show. I'm going to relax and do this. And I just kind of plan it out like that. Um, And it honestly helped me having a good structure Mm -hmm. and figuring out how to do it like that. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I was watching a couple of your your YouTube videos. Um, The one that I I, I like really a lot was the Thanksgiving one and about how like, you know, you and your friend was cooking food. And then for some reason, I don't know how you did it. You went from like talking to like, you know, how we talking now to giving a tutorial how to make food. <laughs> and then yeah. next you know, you flipped it. And then you was like, yeah, I got my mom on the phone. We're doing, uh, what's it called? Secret Santa. And my main question is like, content creating can be hard. So how do you come up with your content? But better yet, how do you become transparent, open for people to at least know what's going on in your life and for you to be, you know, I guess, comfortable with sharing what, you're, what you go through in life? Yeah, I actually, again, I'm still working on that because I feel like, Sometimes like I come off as this really chill person and I'm like real laid back, but I'm honestly like my friends call me a crackhead. I'm crazy. (laughs) I have like just random burst of energy and I'm doing crazy stuff. I'm dancing around. I do this when I'm by myself. Like anybody had a a hidden camera, it would be hilarious. So (laughs) I'm working on like showing a little bit more of my personality, but I think um, just feeling like knowing that you're yourself and that you're not forcing it and not Mm -hmm. allowing other people to be like, oh, her personality is fake and also not faking your personality. I watch a lot of vlogs and YouTube all the time and I pull ideas from different YouTubers and I incorporate them and I'm like, oh, I like that, but this is what I do a little bit different. And I put that into my own content. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I'll be like working on something and an idea in that moment, something will pop up and that's how I do it. But I recently, like even with like some of the, some of my vlogs have like a lot of cinematography and I'm Mm -hmm. really trying to get into that to be a little bit more entertaining and editing like the lighting and everything. So I recently switched over from iMovie. I was doing everything on iMovie and Canva. Wow. iMovie, Canva and Keynote. And I was, I don't even know how I did it. I was like making certain things in Keynote to make it look like it was on the video and mm-hmm. like like exporting it like with a transparent background and yeah. <laughs> making it look like it was a part of the video. But now I'm using Final Cut Pro. I did the three-month trial to see what it, it was like, but I'm using it with Canva as well. And I like downloaded some free like um I don't I forgot the word. I forgot. They have like some free plugins that you can use for color for transparent. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that. So I don't know. My my ideas kind of just pop up in the moment and also just studying yeah. other people. Yeah. So so out of the people that you study, I guess, is there somebody that you not model yourself after, but is there somebody that, you know, that, that you look at and say, hey, I, I like that content. You know, maybe I can add this and just, you know, make it into my own little thing. Is there anybody like that out there? Um, there's these two girls. And okay. they are nothing alike. And it's so funny. So the one girl, her name is My Life is Ava. And she does a lot of travel vlogging. But her vlogs are like a movie. It is so it is so fire. She does it all herself. Mm-hmm. And she um, 
she has like those cinem- like those cinematic breakdowns. And that's mm-hmm. where I actually got that from. I got that from her. I was like, I really like this. Um, but I also like Amanda Diaz. And mm-hmm. she just is very transparent and shows her day. And she's super entertaining. So I kind of took from both of them. But the rest of it, I it's just all me. Like I kind of come up with it as I go. But those kind of those two are kind of what I'm like. Okay, I want to kind of mix what they do together. Right, and you're doing a great job. You know, I looked at your, your subscription list. I think you're about 500 now. So I know when you reach, I think a thousand, you can start actually monetizing your YouTube. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be rooting for you. You know what I mean? The whole point of all of this is to have fun and also grow. But hey, we want to also find ways to make that bread too, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, you know, so what's next for Sierra? Like, tell us what you got coming up next. What is something that we need to look out for? Is it like a new blog? I know you mentioned Spanish. So a, a girl from Baltimore that speaks Spanish, like, come on. Like, <laughs> how, how does that work? Like, what made you get into the Spanish stuff? Oh, my goodness. That story is actually hilarious. Um, So, you know, you got to you gotta take Spanish in school sometimes. So I actually started off in like the eighth grade taking Spanish. Mm-hmm. Right after I went to Puerto Rico for the first time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to learn Spanish. So I started taking Spanish in eighth grade, and I went through, like, four four years of it. And then I went through four semesters of it in college because mm-hmm. it was a requirement, but I had to choose a language. So I chose Spanish. But honestly, like, after that, I was at this basic level, but I really had a good understanding of how to write and mm-hmm. the vocabulary and everything behind it. Um so I worked at Bank of America for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I worked with four different Latinas, a Colombian, a Puerto Rican, a Salvadoran, and this lady that was half Peruvian, half Cuban. So mm-hmm. because world got around, a lot of the clients that came in were Latino. <laughs> so you had no choice. <laughs> honestly, sometimes it really just depended on where they were from. But if they were somebody mm-hmm. like from Colombia, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Guatemala, they would just assume that I spoke mm-hmm. Spanish. So it was just, <laughs> and they would start talking. And I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity because I always wanted to learn. <laughs> take it serious. And I just started writing down phrases in the bank mm-hmm. and using it. And I started using Pimsleur. Like it was a, uh, like three months that I didn't listen to any other like thing in the in the car. I just mm-hmm. did Pimsleur, only listened to Spanish music, only watched shows in Spanish, only did like, and I, stud- I mean, I still study every single day. Yeah. But that's how it started. And then I kind of just started speaking with my friends. I used it at work. I would get jobs being a bilingual person, which helped. And that's honestly how I got there. And that's I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, as far as content coming up, I do have a vlog coming up. I have been not consistent because I was in the Dominican Republic for 12 days. Okay. And I really couldn't post because the internet where I was at was not good. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't post anything, but I have a vlog of the Dominican Republic. I went to four different parts there because I was there for 12 days. So I was all around. I was I was everywhere. Um, So I have that. I'm almost done that. And then I have a try on haul of Sheehan and Cider coming up as well mm-hmm. and two story times coming up. So I'm going to it's going to be a video two videos in one week. So that should be oh, yeah. Sunday. Man, that, that's exciting. I just recently heard about Sheehan too. Like, I think 
one of my homegirls told me that she and actually sell some of the stuff Zara sell. And if you shop that Zara, you know Zara be taxing sometimes. So I started <laughs> looking at she and see if I could get some stuff from there. But you know, that's amazing, guys. And um, you know, you heard her. She has two blocks coming up, so make sure you guys stay in store for that. I'll have the link so you can know how to reach out to her and tap into her YouTube. So, guys, make sure you don't miss out on that. The D Dominican Republic and then the U-Haul. Did I say U-Haul? Is that so right? I don't fire know. Fire you, <laughs> you said what? You said fire hall? A try-on. A try-on. Oh, a try-on hall. So that yeah. basically means when you try on new clothes that you got and give a review over it, right? Yeah, and put some outfits together. For other put some outfits together? Okay, see, see, I'm learning. I'm learning a little bit. Well, thank you so much, Sierra. Really appreciate you. And if you can, tell us where we can reach out to you and um, find out what you got coming up next, whether it's your social media or anything like that. All right. So my social media is my Twitter and my Instagram are CC Loves Music. That's spelled C I C I L O V E S M U S I C. Um, TikTok is Lord Jesus. It's a fire. Yes, the meme. That's easy to remember. And my email for business is Sierra, C-I-E-R-R-A dot read, R-E-I-D at outlook.com. Awesome, guys. And I will be putting her information on the show notes. So make sure you guys pay attention to the show notes, guys. And, you know, you heard her. She, you know, she gave you the email. So if you're a dancer out there, a singer, a painter, whatever, make sure you reach out to her and, uh, you know, make sure and you guys can collaborate. And I, I believe you're located in Atlanta now, right? Yes, I'm in Atlanta awesome. right so now. All my, okay, awesome. So all my Atlanta folks, make sure you reach out to her. Thank you so much again, Sierra. And thank you for being part of Winter Circle. Thank you for having me. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Also, when you sign up for Buzzsprout, you're eligible to get a $20 Amazon gift card.